it is the time of the Great Awakening, and we are here to embody the divine feminine principles and to reawaken our divine feminine gifts and flow. And for women, people in women's bodies, this has been a multi-generational struggle to liberate the feminine principle, to liberate the divine feminine. And we're going to have a wonderful guest today to have a conversation with us about this topic. Anna Patricia Bourgeois. She is an intuitive business coach, podcaster, and an author, and she helps women to profit and be financially free, be their own boss without the stress and the overwhelm. Join us to find out more. Soul Nectar Show. The Soul Nectar Show. You're invited, delighted to discover who you are. Possible if you believe to join us on this beautiful journey. So let Before we start this episode, I Carrie Hummingbird and I Akeem Sami want you to know that you are invited. You're invited to, to join, join Soul Nectar Tribe. Tribe. If you like what you hear on Soul Nectar Show, you will love being in person with us in Soul Nectar Tribe. We invite you to check it out. First 30 days is free. Right now, go to carryhummingbird.com, K-E-R-R-I, hummingbird.com, forward slash membership, and sign up. We'll We'll see see you you at our our next tribe tribe gathering. And now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Nectar Show, that show where we talk about all things essence, where we gather around the campfire and we share our stories of connection to that which is greater than us, to the big mystery beyond the veil, to those synchronistic moments that lead us inexorably towards a deeper level understanding of who we are and and what we came here to experience, to do, to be, to become. And I'm your host, Carrie Hummingbird. I absolutely adore having these conversations week after week and bringing you new gems of human beings that I find out there in the internets. And I, I love having these conversations because I feel like it opens up awareness that, you know, we're experiencing the same um, patterns just with different details. And so sometimes when you hear someone's story that's experienced uh, something similar to what you have, and maybe they charted a course through a challenge that you're facing right now, it can be really helpful to hear those stories and to be encouraged and inspired by that. Um, and, you know, today we're going to be talking about you know, this generational um, march for women's liberation that we've been um, experiencing since the 60s, really, and probably even before that. And, you know, I just know that my mother, for example, um, is a baby boomer. My mother was a person who fought for women's liberation. She fought for her own liberation. She fought for the liberation of other women. She was caught in a paradigm where, you know, in order to survive and make ends meet, you had to have a man because the men made the income and the women made very small incomes and that wasn't enough to support a child. And so my mother lived in a paradigm where you know, she needed to have a husband in order to provide for me adequately. And yet now, generation later, and I'm in my uh, 50s, 
uh, early 50s, and I have been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've been independent. I've been able to make my own way and make my own income, and yet still have faced many of those obstacles because, of course, the, the thing that resonates for me to do for a living are things that are not widely recognized as, you know, sort of financially viable in the marketplace, like um, art, you know, I wanted to be a f professional artist for a long time, being a spiritual healer and a mentor and a guide, you know, these are things that our society, I believe, is coming around to value because this is the rise and the reawakening of the feminine consciousness. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're really in a pivot and we've been in a pivot now for a few generations now because it takes that long to reverse the trends of the patriarchal Piscean age and moving into the Aquarian age and the time of the Renaissance of the divine feminine gifts. And, you know, here's the, here's the thing is in, in the divine feminine, it's not about men versus women anymore because that's a patriarchal concept in the divine feminine. It's about everybody is loved, beloved, and, you know, and divinely held by the, by the divine mother, you know, the mother births all of us into being, and she loves every single one of us. And so when we've return to the divine feminine ways, we are experiencing an entirely different reality than the one that we've been experiencing up until now. And so lots of things are in, in flux, in motion. And I know that if you're listening to this and you're a woman, guaranteed you've experienced lots and lots of challenges extricating you out of the patriarchal model where you were provided for and powerless and into your power. And, you know, that journey has its bumps. So today is Anna Patricia Bourgeois to talk about all of this with us. Welcome, Anna. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here. So Anna is an intuitive business coach, a podcaster, and a published author. Her mission is to help ambitious women entrepreneurs double their sales and increase their revenue without spending extra dollars on marketing or advertising. She believes every woman has the power to be financially free and be their own boss without burnout, stress, and overwhelm. And boy, that's a big promise because, you know, we know what we're facing. And, and Anna faced it as a child at 15, right? You started working yeah. in your pizza to help your mom pay your mortgage because she was a single mom. So tell us, tell us about your story because this is right up your alley what we're about to talk about. Yeah, exactly. So that's exactly what happened. My parents got divorced. I was 15. My father left and I was faced with this situation where I had to help my mom in some type of way. So I had to take on two jobs, go to school full time and, and help with the bills and mortgage, help with my little brother. He was only seven at the time. So it was a lot of responsibility taken really young. And I feel like that's that was the catalyst to me deciding that I was going to find a better way. I was going to be like, no, like I want to do something that I love, get well paid for it and help other women do the same. Obviously, I had no clue what that was going to look like back then. I just made my promise, to, that promise to myself. Um, and everything just unfolded from there. Like I went to college, I started my first business, and then I found coaching, then I went into coaching, then I pivoted a few, a few times with my niches. And when I found this niche, I was like, oh my gosh, like business, like it, it's what I love. It's what I believe will help a lot of women you know, be free, find, find that, that balance that they're looking for. Um, yeah, it's just been incredible, an incredible journey. And yeah, I love this topic so much for sure. Like this is really up by Ellie, like you said. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, because when we first start the journey, because there is this allure, right? It's like when we start yeah. to make the journey into sovereignty as women, there's like this looking back, reminiscing like, oh, I used to be cared for, or I used to be provided for, and now yeah. I've got to like make my own way and that stuff. You know, but what are some of the blessings of that as you've noticed in your own journey of like that, those initial hardships and bumps in the road? Yeah, I feel like it made me who I am. So like, like it built up my resiliency and my, my, you know, my passion for, for, for finding a way that speaks to me and my soul and, and, and what I love to do because I didn't want to be like miserable and like in the rat race and not knowing how to pay my bills and how to do all the things. And like life is too short to be like stuck in that cycle. So it really was like, what truly brought me here today so i am really grateful that it happened even though it was really painful at the time i feel like it was like a blessing in disguise for sure yeah it's really interesting because um you know i'm i'm a i'm a women's college educated person i went to smith college is a really well-known college for independent mm -hmm. women and i graduated there you know it's a liberation it's a feminist college and i i graduated in like within a year or two I, I married somebody and then I started like slowly devolving, becoming like kind of like a Barbie doll, you know, like, mm -hmm. like I'm just going to be an arm piece. I'm just going to be pretty and this and that. It was so weird to see myself going through that phase. And then of course it hit rock bottom because it has to, it's not sustainable. Yeah. It's not true. It's a, it's a false paradigm. It's like a conditioning that just sunk in and made me start thinking I need to behave a certain way in order, you know, these constructs like marriage and all these things that are defined and set up certain ways. And, you know, as an artisan, I have an open self chakra for anybody like in um, human design and in um, Gene Key's work, I have an open self chakra so I can morph and change into anything. So like finding my true center has been my life's work. And I feel like that is the work for the feminine. I feel like that's the work for every female is like we've been told who we are by all these structures and like that's not who we are at all so tell us about like what you discovered because you started this journey at 15 yeah. you'd already been sort of programmed in certain ways right to think that and it have certain expectations as a girl that things should be a certain way and then all of a sudden it wasn't that way so talk about that yeah I feel like that's such a good point and I think the biggest thing was realizing that serving others was my path because every time I just you know talked to someone or made them laugh or made them smile or just made an impact in their life I was like oh my gosh like that's what I meant to do like I meant to serve others I meant to make other people feel good or like change how they think their perspectives like it's such like the big thing that I realized is like I don't know what this is going to look like in the future, but I know it, it has something to do with other people and helping others. So it all started from there. Um, and I think it's also the fact that like, since I've taken on so many responsibilities, it was also finding that like releasing that pressure on myself and like re always realigning with what truly made that spark and that, and that light and that passion. So it's like always coming back to that. And when I, as soon as I feel a bit of pressure that, that I know I'm like not in alignment. So that's how I know, but it, everyone is different. So it's like finding that thing that lights you up and always realigning with it. 
Yeah, and I, I guess I always, I often talk about conditioning. You know, I talk about how we're conditioned yeah. through visuals, through movies, through storytelling, through our families, through church, through wherever, you know, wherever we grow up, our family systems. We're conditioned yeah. to think that because we showed up in this body, that we're yeah. supposed to be a certain way. So what were some of the conditions that you overcame? Like, what were some of the things that you noticed and you were like, oh, that needs to change right now because I'm not in that situation. What were some of the things that you that you realized? Oh my gosh, I think the biggest one was like being the good girl. <laughs> so it was <laughs> yeah. like, so yeah, it was like go to school, get good grades, you know, go go to college, get married, like like the like you said, like the traditional path of like following that and being a good girl and being people pleasing and making sure other people were happy before my happiness. So I think that was the biggest one. So, but that's interesting because you also said that your job is like, you realize making other people happy makes you happy. So isn't yeah. it interesting how like, there's yeah. like the, there's the true line yeah. of your actual truth. Yeah. Cause that is true for you. And then there's all this other schmeary stuff that gets sort of yeah. placed on top of that and falsifies yeah. it in some way. And then, so how do you, you know, you now, how do you navigate that? How do you become aware when that's happening? It's like, yeah. there's truth in me and it's being sort of co-opted <laughs> yeah I see what you what you mean by that and I feel like it's really taking the time to listen to your body like your energy how you feel in a moment I think that's one of the biggest part that will let you know right if you're back in those ways or if you're like truly walking that down the path that you want to walk down to so it's really being aware and that awareness and, and being in tune with your body and how you're feeling in the moment. I think, I think a lot of people are detached from that. Yeah. Way. And I've heard that, you know, I was also a people pleaser, so I know that path. And, you know, the thing that I had to learn was how to say no. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Somebody told me once, if you can't say no, then your yes doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a powerful one. Yeah, it's like setting down those boundaries will change everything for sure. And doing things for the right reasons, right? Like really acting with intention, knowing mm -hmm. your actual intention for doing something. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that you lead people through some kind of process in your work to help them, you know, find their true center as a female, as a female in this world of like, hey, you know, there's all this opportunity. Yeah, sure, there's some bumps and struggles. But what are some of the things that you see people going through and when you're working oh with them? Gosh. There's so much, think, right? Yeah, there's a lot. But I think the biggest one is either perfectionism or imposter syndrome. These are the two biggest ones. And then when we uncover what's going on behind that and when we shift and we wired and it's like, but who am I? It's like, like you said, like we've been conditioned for so long and it's like, but who am I? Like if I do all my power, if I do the thing, the scary thing and I, and I move forward and, and, I, and I'm bold and I'm courageous and I'm a leader, but then like, who do I want to be? Like, how do I want to make people feel? And it's like truly digging deep. And I feel like a lot of people don't even give themselves a chance to go there because it's a scary place to go to. <laughs> like, it's not easy to do, but when you do it and, and you're intentional, like you said, and you take the time and you dig and you talk it through and it's like this beautiful co-creation that happens. And that's when I know, okay, we got that. Like, we know exactly where we're going. That's the path we're going to follow. Um, it's not going to be easy, but we're going to work through it together. So it's like, I love being that guy. You know, I love supporting women through that process.
Yeah, because what happens is when you're actually, when you dive in there into the shadows and you take a look at everything and you do the sorting, you know, the wizard sorting hat, you know, of Hogwarts, this is me, this is not me, you know, if you allow that process to happen, what ends up is that you, you end up more and more and more aligned to the true you. And the more aligned you are to the true you, the more things just happen with ease and grace, they just fall into your lap. Then that's the feminine way, right? I mean, that's the feminine business model. Yes, exactly. And it's so funny that you said that because when I first started all of this, I was really in the masculine of doing, 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 right? And then it's like, oh no, like I hit a wall. And I'm like, okay, like, where's my energy at? Like, I feel so drained. What's going on? <laughs> so then it's like, I had to reshift and rethink and like being like, no, I'm going to be in my feminine too. Like I'm, it's, a, it's like a balance. It's honestly a balance. If you have too much of one thing, it's never good. So it's like, how can you be feminine, but still have the masculine structure to get things done and get the result that you want to get without burning yourself out in the process. So I'm a master of the masculine. Like I've mastered that my whole life, but then it's like, wow, I have to learn how to be like feminine. It's such, such a beautiful process too. So like, I'm always evolving and growing as much as my clients are. And it's like this beautiful process that we all go through. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're doing this together. I mean, I think that's I think that's a sign of a good coach is that they do their own work. Yeah. I mean, if you have a coach that says, I have arrived, <laughs> yeah. you should run, <laughs> you know, like go the other way. Cause that person is, is deceiving yeah. themselves and you, you know, we, we have so much to learn at this time. If you're on the planet, you got a lot to learn, yeah. you know, and overwhelm is actually, you know, it's so interesting about overwhelm. I see that in your, in your description, you know, that you help people with overwhelm. Because certainly as a woman, when we have all of these roles and expectations placed upon us, we try to fill all of those roles and expectations and meet everyone's expectations and especially mm -hmm. our own, like the perfectionism you were talking about. And we, that leads to burnout because there, you can't sustain that. It's not sustainable because a good part of the thing that's missing from this patriarchal structure that's coming in now in the age of Aquarius is that we need to align ourselves to the seasons. We have to align ourselves to cycles and seasons. And the moon is a good, a great example for a woman's body, right? Like, every, you know, 28 days, there's a yeah. period, you know, and that yeah. takes you out. It wipes you out of, of, of commission, right? So you have to be able to tune into these deeper cycles and rhythms. And they're here for us because it's like Mercury retrograde. Like we're in Mercury retrograde last night. I had uh, today, we have some problems getting into the call today. It's because it, we're, we're being asked to review, revise, review, rethink, you know, and you can only do that if you slow down, you know, when you slow down and you let yourself revise, review, rethink, you know, you can then be even more powerful and potent moving forward because it's about potency. It's not about force anymore. Like force is the old model, you know, force is fear. This is more about potency and getting into your nectar zone. That's why I call this show Soul Nectar, right? You get into your nectar and things start to open up. Yes, you described it so beautifully. That's exactly <laughs> what we go through every month. And I feel like the slowing down is so important. And it's so tempting to skip that part <laughs> and be like, no, I have this deadline, this thing to do. I have this interview. I have this, I have this plan. And like, just keep going. But then when you do that, like you said, you, you hit a wall and it's like the overwhelm, the stress kicks in, the burnout kicks in. So it's like, no, you got to prioritize the slowing down. 
too. So that was the biggest challenge for me. That's for sure. But like, just schedule it in your calendar and, and, and give that time to that sacred slowing down process and journal about it, meditate about it. Just go inwards, like get a period that you can go inwards. It's so important. Yeah. I mean, we even had to reschedule our interview because a few weeks ago yeah. when we were scheduled, my body was telling me still slow down. I'd already been slowing down because it told me to slow down. So I had already been slowing down for weeks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I got a sty and I was like, okay, I'm not slowing down enough. Like I already slowed down. What more do you want from me? Because I like to be busy. I'm a productive person. You know, I feel yeah. I'm a manifester. I like flow. I like to be in constant flow. And, and when I feel like things are moving, I feel happy. When I feel like something gets in my way and it's stuck, I'm not so happy. I want to mm -hmm. push through it. Right. So I got the sty and I was like, well, that's it. I can't go on with this die. I mean, I can't even lift my eyelid, you know? So I had to take a break. Like I had to say, well, yeah. you know, and I had to ask for some grace, you know, and this is also hard for women because we feel like we have to do everything on our plate. Like we have to fulfill it in order to be a good person, but actually you don't, you can say, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Can we reschedule? And you said, sure. Right. Yeah. Like not a problem. We'll reschedule it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this is so good. I feel like a lot of people need to hear this right now. Yeah. Like, it's okay to like put boundaries and say, Hey, can we reschedule it? Like, I totally get it. Like we're in this work. We get how it can be like a lot sometimes. And I appreciate when people are understanding. So I'm always understanding of others. So it's like that awareness too, that, that needs to happen. Um, and yeah, sometimes it's also a sign that like, Hey, maybe you can slow down too. <laughs> and take a little break this afternoon, you know? So yeah, it's really being aware of that, making sure we're intentional with our time or calendars, giving us the time to breathe, relax, slow down. Um, yeah, I like that reminder a lot. I feel like a lot of people need to hear it. <laughs> yeah, and when we slow down, we get to show up better, right, Anna? I yes. mean, like, like you, t I'm sure. So tell us about that. Like, what's the benefit of slowing down? What's the benefit of taking a break for yourself, giving some self-care. Yeah. yeah. I feel like every time I do it, I get not only renewed energy, but also like more creativity. Like I, I feel like I get like new ideas and, and new things to talk about. And that's exactly what happened because I took a break in December and my podcast runs all the time. Like I, I publish two new episodes every week. But then in December, I slowed down. I didn't publish any episodes. And then when I come back, I launched season two. And that's when I had the most like downloads ever. And the podcast just exploded. So I was like, wow, like I must have done something right. Like slowing down and taking a break because I came back like full force, full of energy, full of ideas. And I feel like people like they felt that energy as well because people can feel energy. Like we're all energetic beings so I feel like people knew and they were so excited and yeah the podcast exploded because of it yeah and when you're excited other people feel that is your yeah. your it's your vibration that actually matters you know so yeah. if you're trying to drag your ass into the interview like half like with the eye all like puffed out and and like oh I'm gonna try to do this interview because I promised I would this is it that is not a good interview because you're not fully there. You're not fully present for it. You don't have the energy for it. So that's why I think it's better for us to just be honest with where we're at. Take that time. And yeah, like increase your potency. Your enthusiasm is felt. I mean, I perceive your enthusiasm. And then of course, there, you know, people are going to be like, oh yeah, she came back. 
woo and plus they missed you you gave them a chance to miss you like <laughs> like we don't have to be on 24 7 you know that's the other thing about the feminine i've been realizing is like yeah. it, when we're constantly available like okay everybody listening raise your hand if you've been the one who's like constantly available and then you've had the unavailable man syndrome like mm -hmm. that is a thing <laughs> like we're not supposed to be constantly available. I don't think. I think we're supposed to be mysterious. Like yes. we show up and then everyone's like, oh my God, there's the feminine. And then we disappear and they're like, where'd she go? And you know, so it's like we have to invite some more mystery in, don't we? Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Like I used to say like a lot of the time, like, oh no, like you gotta show up, you gotta be consistent, you gotta pose like at least like four or five times a week, people are gonna forget about you. But then I realized I'm like, yeah, like people know who you are, like, cause it's your power, it's your energy. And not because you just go out and don't post for a few days, people are not, not gonna forget about you. You're still gonna be there when you come back and it's gonna be even 10 times better when you do come back. So yeah, I totally, totally resonate with that. And I mean, people like, honestly, they're respected even more because they're like, wow, she's truly prioritizing, you know, her well-being. And, and every time I, I write content about this, about like slowing down and, and like being intentional and being like, everything I do makes me money. When I rest, it makes me money. When I slow down, it makes me money. When I go out with friends, it makes me money. When I go like to the cabin up north, it makes me money. Like everything I do makes me money. Like it's like, it's like you gotta have that mentality you got to have that mindset that it's okay to slow down and it actually makes me money when I do so I, I had to rewire my entire mindset my entire brain <laughs> just to be able to truly relax and not think about a million things <laughs> because that's how we're wired like I was wired anyways like what's the next move what's the next content what's the next offer what's the next where's the next client it's like my brain wouldn't shut up until I rewired this entire thinking of like, no, if I do slow down, it, it makes me money anyway. So, okay. Yeah. Now that right there, what you just said is so related to the healing that just happened this last weekend with me and my friend or, you know, and you guys are hearing this well after that, but uh, Diane Hudak and I did a thing called the great release and we'll be having another one coming up. So check the website, but uh, we, one of the patterns that came up for healing was the overwhelm like the feminine overwhelm from our ancestry mm -hmm. where they were burdened by so much that they could barely function because there was mm -hmm. so much placed on them. Mm -hmm. And and then it's certainly in our immediate generations that have made the shift into working and taking kids and being the head of the household and, 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 and. And so that needs to be cleared. And so what you just spoke to is actually your own like rewiring of that pattern and saying, no, I'm not going to like be the next generation that carries the burden of the feminine yeah. into, no, I'm going to be free and sovereign and play yeah. and be in joy and love my life. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what happened. And I also noticed the difference. Like there was like a shift not only in my mindset, my energy, my, my belief and all of that, but also the type of clients I attract too, because I feel like you're a mirror. So like <laughs> who you are and what you believe, you're actually attracting those people to you as well. So I mean, everything changed when I changed that. So if there's one takeaway from this episode, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's like change your mindset, change everything. Yes. 
liberate yourself from domestication and yeah. you know and and what we were talking about too before we started was like liberating women's voices you know this generational struggle struggle for mm -hmm. women's liberation on all fronts right like being able to speak our truth being able to be free liberating ourselves from the burden of what we thought we had to be to be who we actually are and and liberating ourselves to be that without any apology like sorry not sorry i, I am who i am i'm doing what i'm doing me you know this is my authentic self accept me or not but this is who i am right i mean that's what we're here to do i believe yes and that's the whole reason why i started my podcast because i feel like the more we can normalize that and like more women can listen to that, listen to those stories. I feel like it impacts people like in a deeper way because they're like, oh, she did it that way and it worked, right? Or, oh, this happened to her and she still came out victorious. Like there's nothing I cannot do. And it's like having that winning mindset that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. You're supported. Everything is aligning for you. So it's like so inspiring and I've also grown so much as a podcaster, as a human, as a friend, like, like just listening to these stories and being like in close proximity with these women. Like I also got you on the podcast and it was awesome. So yeah, yeah. like I've learned so much and yeah, I just love it so much. And giving that, that place, that stage for women to share that, it means the world to me for sure. <laughs> So it is powerful because um, we're at a time of the great age and, you know, the return of the divine feminine, the return of all of this beautiful divine feminine energy that's coming back into our, um, our lives and asking us to realign to the divine, to realign to the feminine, to realign to the truth of who we are, to open up access, you know, to something that we can't even imagine right now. I mean, honestly, we, I keep being told like, you're in a dark room. You're imagining the sunlight. All of a sudden you have this little toy on your desk that mimics the sun and you go, oh my gosh, the sun, that's what I want. But you're like, you're still in the dark room. You're just looking at what you think is the sun, but there's actually the sun. Mm -hmm. And so like we're being invited to go, okay, I am going to step in faith towards this new place. And in order to do that, I have to walk through some of my shadows and I'm going to be revealed what the sun actually is. Mm. That's, that's like where I'm hearing us going, you know, and that takes faith and trust to slow down and not do what everybody else is doing. Cause mm -hmm. if everybody else is, is running the rat race and running around in circles and, you know, biting their own tails, you know, do you have to do it just, it's like that old adage, you know, if everybody else is jumping off the cliff, do you have to jump off too? Yeah. Okay. You just sit back and go, wow, everyone's jumping off the cliff. I don't know why they're doing that. I'm going to stay over here and I'm going to rest and have my, my little Mai Tai while I relax by the pool for a second and just kind of get, catch my breath and yeah. get centered, you know, yeah. and then I'll decide what to do next. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's like learning to think for yourself and make your own decision and being okay with whatever the consequences are, you know, either positive or negative, like you own you, like, you know, who you are, you know, what your goals are, you know, where you're going. And it's okay if others don't agree with you, as long as you're happy and you do what's best for you, I feel like is important. 
for sure. Yeah, happy and do what's best for you. And you got to figure out what that is. And it might not be meeting other people's expectations, which might lead to some people being upset with you. Because mm-hmm. have you faced any of that, like where you had pushback from your family or people close to you when you started actually living your truth? Oh, yeah. The, the like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, go get a real job. Like, what is this? Like, yeah, Oh, my I've God, been- go get a real job. <laughs> have you have you see have you listened to the book um, by Amanda Palmer called uh, The Art of Asking? No. Okay, this for everybody. You guys, I love this book. This this woman was a living statue in Harvard Square in Boston. And she made her money by by dressing up as a bride, painting her face white, and giving anybody a daisy who put money in her hat. Wow. And so talk about get a job. She's like, this is my job. <laughs> she made enough money to pay her rent and to buy food and stuff. So that's her job. She invented a job that included standing on a milk crate as a bride and handing out daisies. And that was her job. And people paid her for it. <laughs> they gave her money to get a daisy because they wanted some love and attention and she handed it to them. You know, so uh, we don't, we don't have, we can create our own job. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they get a job thing is kind of a funny one, isn't it? <laughs> you are get you, this is your job <laughs> and you're, it's your puzzle to figure out how it makes money, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's so funny. I love that. That's hilarious. So what do you advocate for people? Like if they, you know, let's say women are listening to this right now and they they really want to get up the courage to mm-hmm. be, you know, to have their honest voice expressed. They really want to get up the courage to figure, you know, get a job that's true for them, you know, like create a job. Not just get a job, but like create something from inside, you know, and follow that that path, like that's such a bold, courageous thing to do that you've done. What do you, what do you advise for women in that position, that position? Mm, That's such a great question. I think the biggest thing is first to listen to your own intuition first and like come up with, okay, I want to do this, right? So what's, what's the, the, the most logical next step for me to take in order to get there? So it's really about understanding that every single step you take every single day is a stepping stone to getting there. And sometimes, like, especially nowadays, like we live in this microwave society that we want everything now and yesterday. And if it doesn't happen, it means we're a failure and like, (laughs) and this spiraling down, right? But we got to put the instant gratification aside and understand that this is a journey right? We're embarking on a journey and the journey is going to have some bumps in the road, some detours. But as long as we keep going and understand that we're also becoming someone else, like we're reshifting our whole identity. Like it's not only the journey, but who we are as well as people. So it's like giving yourself grace as you walk through those blocks and those steps every single day. Um, I feel is the most important thing to remember. And of course, if you can get some support and a guide along the way to guide you and, and, and tell you, hey, like, what about this? What about that? Or like, oh, I see this is happening. Like, why is that happening? And, and really make you think and dig deep. And it's going to be so much more, you know, enjoyable to do it with someone than to go at it alone. So 
these are the little things I would tell them. Um, and yeah, never give up. Just keep going and you got this for sure. <laughs> yeah, and the rewards are maybe not like what you thought. I mean, maybe you, th yeah. you thought like, Maybe you had a big plan for the year and you thought, okay, this is going to be my six figure year or my seven figure year. And I'm going to do this this year. And then you went out in the year and it didn't work out anything like that. And you made basically barely enough to pay your bills. But mm -hmm. what did you gain? Mm -hmm. Like you were talking about resiliency. Like mm -hmm. You're like, oh my gosh, I have resiliency. I didn't give up. Oh my gosh, I have wisdom because I found out what doesn't work. Oh my gosh, I found out the thing that does work and I started pursuing that. You know, oh my gosh, I got courageous and I started a podcast or I started speaking. I had, you know, five likes. It's like celebrate everything that did grow you and expand you, right? It's like, it's like, I feel like we need to do more celebration. We're so good at pointing out what we've been trained to criticize ourselves and point out what doesn't work. Yes. We need to retrain to be celebrating, right? Yeah, absolutely. I always say that to my clients, like, hey, how are you going to celebrate that? How are you going to do this? Like, I always ask them and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think about celebrating it. <laughs> but see, and your energy is all about celebration, Anna. Like, just listen, if you guys can feel her energy and like, and, you know, it's like, even when you talked about, you know, your youth and like helping out in the pizza joint, it's like, you were like, I learned that I was resilient. I learned that I could do it. And I learned that I didn't want to work like that. And I learned that, you know, and I wanted to have, it's like you, you actually just kept turned everything into an opportunity. And I think that also is like a huge part of success is turning everything you meet into gold, into an opportunity, into a negative wisdom. Yes. And I get that a lot too. So thanks for saying that. Yeah, I could tell. Lots of positive energy. And there's not toxic positivity. Because I want to say like toxic positivity doesn't have like resonance. Mm. It doesn't have depth. It just kind of flutters up here in like nonsense land. That That's mm. not connected to the challenge and the deep like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like you're, I don't feel like you're a toxic positivity person. I feel like you're like, Okay, that's a real challenge. Let's embrace that whole thing, right? Talk about mm -hmm. how you meet people with that. And then we're going to wrap up in just a couple minutes. Yeah, of course. So I do love to like encourage my clients to, like you said, look at what we did accomplish instead of what still needs to get done, right? We got to focus on the gratitude and focus on, wow, like I did that or like, I went live for the first time or I spoke in my first virtual summit or I went to my first networking event, like celebrate all the firsts and just keep going. Even when you feel like people are not watching or no one's engaging or nothing is happening, I guarantee you everything is happening in that moment. You're just not seeing it. You're just not aware of it. But there are people right now thinking about, oh my gosh, how can I work with her? Like, she's amazing. Like, they're this close to messaging you and asking you like, what's your rate? How, like, give me the link. I want to sign up for your course. Like you got to believe that that's what's happening right now and have that faith and keep going. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's powerful. Even for me in this moment, because I run through those phases where like, uh, they'll be like, I feel like I'm shadow banned, you know, like nobody's, I'm like, mm -hmm. there's like hardly anybody watching what I'm saying. And I've been doing this for like five, six years now on this podcast. And I get surprised. I'm like, what's going on with that? And then I just go, well, okay, another day. I just keep, I just keep coming back to it because I feel like when you know what you're here for, you can't yes. give up on that. Yes. You can't give up on yourself. So if you're listening and this is you, 
do not give up on yourself. And that's what a coach is good for too, right, yeah. Anna? Because they, I mean, I've always had coaches, you guys. I always have had my own coaches. I love mentoring other people too. People like Anna. I mean, you want somebody like that in your, in your court because yeah. um, it is, you know, sometimes there's those moments. <laughs> you need somebody to celebrate you to help you get out of your funk. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like I'm the same way. I've always had support and I really don't think I would be here without that because <laughs> yeah. some days I'm just like, no, this is not working. And I just spiral down and then my coach is like, no, everything's going to be fine. Take a deep breath. Go take a walk and do whatever else. Yeah. Trust that it is happening. And even if you can't yes. see it, yes. you know, my coaches uh, say uh, one step, every step you take a thousand steps are taken for you in the invisible realm. So just trust that it's ah. like expanding and magnifying. And yeah. And it, you know, so our words are magic. They, they weave our worlds. Yeah. So, okay, Anna, so beautiful. So how do you, um, how do you invite people to get started to get to know you, you know, because we, you know, sometimes when you're first getting started, you might have money fears, you might have, you know, doubts or concerns, you know, you like, do I trust this person? How do you, how do you help people get over that hump? Oh my gosh. I would love to like chat. I, I'm a chatty pizza person. Like I want to talk to you get to know you, see what's going on, see how, how I can support. So feel free to DM me on Instagram at annapatricia.coach or join my group, the Powerful Female Coaches and Leaders Community. I go live every week in there. You can meet amazing other like women entrepreneurs, network. Um, and of course, you can listen to the podcast, the Powerful Female Leaders podcast. Um, and yeah, we can take it from there. And thank you so much, Carrie, for doing this. You're awesome. And yeah, this was an awesome conversation. I know it's yeah. going to help a lot of people. Yeah, I hope so. I loved it. I thought it, you so many great gold nuggets. So everybody, please like, share, subscribe, send it out there. Go check out my interview on uh, Anna's podcast and I'll yes. put a link down below to the group and everything. So please join, please participate. If you're called, say yes. And here come your kisses, everybody. You ready for kisses? You want to help me out, Anna? Give kisses? Okay. <laughs> we love you. We'll see you next week on Soul Nectar Show. Bye for now, everyone. If you found even one gold nugget in this episode of Soul Nectar Show, will you do us a favor? Will you subscribe, like, and share this episode? Maybe even write a comment and let us know what you thought about it. We really, really want to engage with you at a much deeper level. Let's be part of community together. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. To dive in deeper to nourishing conversation, visit soulnectar.show. Soul Nectar Show. Awaken all Take a sip from the drip of nectar From the source of who you are